We're giving you more than just the 411. This is the Harrisburg 412 podcast. Coming to you from Southern Sioux Falls and Harrisburg, South Dakota. Welcome to the Harrisburg 412 podcast, the show that gives you more than just the 411 on the latest district happenings. My name is Joanne Vermullum, Communications Director for the Harrisburg School District, and today we're talking with special guests, Mr. Shane Wubbin and Mr. Jim Altenberg. Mr. Wubbin is the Fine Arts Director for the Harrisburg School District. Welcome, Mr. Wubbin. It's a pleasure to be here, Joanne. And Mr. Jim Altenberg, Activities Director for the Harrisburg School District. Welcome, Mr. Altenberg. Thank you for having me, Joanne. <laughs> All right. Well, as you may have guessed, today we're talking about the many activities in both fine arts and athletics to start off our school year, including one coming up this weekend, Tiger Bowl, which will be held on Saturday, September 3rd throughout the day. If you're new to the district, Tiger Bowl is a huge event sponsored by Tiger Nation, our high school boosters association, and involves four sporting events, a fine arts performance at halftime, and two youth events for our Tiger Cubs in the district. Mr. Altenberg, can you tell us what events kick off the day? 6 p.m. to 6.30 is the youth football camp registration on Friday, September 2nd, and the camp itself will run from 6.30 to 7.45. And then those participants who are in the football camp will be at the game? Yeah, and then they'll uh, they'll participate in the beginning or at the beginning of the football game. Uh, they'll run onto the field with the team and... Uh, Get a big cheer from the crowd. Awesome. Have a little fun. And then we have an event for our young Tiger cheerleaders. Can you tell us about that one? Well, on Saturday morning at 8.30, registration begins for the young girls or elementary age girls cheer camp. And that will start at about 9 o'clock. And... Tiger Nation, we should say, is sponsoring this event. Yep. Tiger Nation uh, handles the event. Uh, they take the proceeds from the gate. And it is uh, wearetigernation.org. So if you want to look into registering for any of that, wearetigernation.org. You can also join Tiger Nation at wearetigernation.org. And then we have a series of high school events throughout the day. At 11 o'clock, we start with soccer matches. We have the boys' varsity in the stadium at 11. And on the North Grass Field, we have the girls' JV. Then at 1 o'clock, we'll have the girls' varsity in the stadium and the boys' JV on the North Grass Field. Also, beginning at 1 o'clock, we will have uh, sub-varsity volleyball matches. Our ninth grade will play T-area in the auxiliary gym, and our JV will play T-area in the main gym. Then at 2 o'clock... The 10th grade or sophomore team, volleyball team, will play T-area in the main gym, followed by the varsity at about 3 o'clock versus T-area as well. Then at 6 o'clock, of course, we have the football game. Our opponent is Brandon Valley. Tickets for each of the events, uh, the volleyball, soccer, and football, each separately, are $10 for adults and $5 for students. And can be purchased online? Can be purchased online at the school website um, through the activities link. And you can, yeah, you can get your tickets right there. Get a QR code that will be scanned at the gate and you don't have to wait in line for tickets. Uh, 
Brandon Valley versus Harrisburg is typically a pretty good matchup, close in proximity to one another, so this will be a large crowd. So I would recommend getting your tickets in advance. It'll make uh, entrance to the stadium a lot easier and a little more efficient for you. And activity passes are not accepted at this game. Activity passes issued by the school are not accepted, no. Okay. And we have some new seating in our stadium. We do, we do. The uh, seating on the east side has been upgraded. We have a grandstand over there, very similar to what is on the top level of the west side, the home side of the stadium. So that will help accommodate the visiting fans a little bit better. It will be yet incomplete to a degree on Friday, or excuse me, Saturday. Well, Friday too, and Saturday. Um, But it will be useful. It will be used. The, uh, The handicap ramp will be there, and there will be... Uh, adequate walking surface to get to it. So it'll be a huge upgrade, especially for the visiting fans. And we should also mention our band will be performing at halftime at the football game, which leads us to Mr. Shane Wubbin. Mr. Wubbin, can you tell us about what the band is up to this season? Yes, we'll get to see the new marching season premiere at all the home football games. Very excited for the band to show off their show for the year. And band is kind of different than it used to be. It seems more almost drama-based. It does look different. Uh, we have what I would call, I'd, use, I'd call the old style, that Big Ten style where you see hundreds of kids out on the field creating geometric shapes. And now we have more of the drum core style, which is really more a focus on how to combine the musical elements with visual elements creating a story that you see performed throughout three, four, five selections, movements on the field. So there's a lot more visual elements going on with color and design, dance from our color guard, not just those geometric shapes from many years ago. And what is their theme this year? This year, the theme is The Candy House, which is a classic retelling of the story Hansel and Gretel that I'm sure many people remember. We have the young kids playing out in the forest, and they come upon a house that is made of candy, and a stranger appears who, of course, then they really become enthralled with, but they don't quite know the mystery about this person, and it might have kind of some dark intent. All right, well... Let's hope good triumphs over evil. There's a, there's going to be a lot of fun elements, a lot of big props that we'll see out on the field. The parents have worked really hard on creating some great props to add some visual elements to and it. It does seem like there's a lot of parent involvement with the band as far as getting equipment on and off the field, setting things up, etc. Yes, they've been working hard on props. We're going to see some big things out there. Um, we're going to see our our band and our, our color guard really working together to create this story. Uh, one thing, you know, that's really different about this style of marching is we don't have that what we'd call a battery or that drum line anymore. And, you know, that's really to help our group out. We have our pit ensemble. Sometimes they'll be in on the back of the field. Sometimes they'll be on the front closer to the homestand. And that's really to provide some support, not only rhythmically with the drum set, but some harmonic support, melodic support with some of the other instruments that you would say, well, that doesn't look like a marching instrument. And we have a lot of parents who all push that equipment out on the field for our kids. Um, uh, but that really, that's this whole new style of marching. We're going to see that also in this season show. 
and we're going to see all those parents helping those kids out. It's it's going to be a good time. And they do set it up and they tear it down very quickly. Exactly. All right. Awesome. Are there any other activities for fine arts during Tiger Bowl? No, we're not for Tiger Bowl. We're, the next big push will be homecoming where we have some theater events with the variety show at the high school. You know, right now we are in the point of where we're getting the curricular activities, the co-curricular activities getting started and extracurriculars are just starting to begin. We're in that recruiting phase for a lot of our extracurriculars where we won't see those really hit the ground running until October, November, really. Show choir, of course, at the high school competitive show choir is definitely off and running. Maybe I should say off and dancing. They have begun. They've had their first choreography weekend where our choreographer comes in and works. Um, they've learned several movements of their show. They're, they're making some great efforts. Um, through a great donation from Tiger Nation, we were able to add some large mirrors to our rehearsal space, which allows the kids really to see what they're doing. And it really allows them to help clean what their dance looks like on their own without having to have someone uh, tell them the improvements. They can actually see it now. So it, those are big portable mirrors that Tiger Nation purchased. And what is the theme for show choir this year? Yeah, show choir for the high school theme. If you are a fan of big band music, you are going to really love the the theme for our show choir this year. It's this 1920s underground kind of story that it's about a girl who stumbles upon an underground dance club and finds confidence to end up joining in that high energy group. It's going to feature many big band songs, including some hits that were rewritten more recently. Um, you're going to hear songs, Please Don't Stop the Music by Rihanna. You're going to hear a techno version, so a remix of Putting on the Ritz and a standard Maybe This Time from Cabaret. So a lot of new music that really is old music, and you're going to hear it in a really fun new way. And, you know, if you have a, if it's a big band theme, we better have a big band playing. And so we have students who will be providing all the accompaniment for the show choir. It's, we're going to have a great big band supporting the largest ever show choir that we've had. Wow. That sounds amazing. Yeah, we this the program has really taken off. The kids are working really hard after really two full days of dance rehearsal. They really brought their energy. They brought their hard work. And we have good things we're going to see this year. I love big band music. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Speech and debate is also a fine arts activity. What's going on in the world of speech and debate? Speech and debate, that's also a change I think we've seen over the last couple of years. What used to be a season for speech or oral interp in the fall is now moved to almost year round. We have national tournament in June. Speech, excuse me, debate as well has become a novice season in the fall, winter, and then we go into the varsity season in that January, February, March kind of time. And we have national tournaments in June as well there. So we're in that, again, the recruiting phase where we've got our novice starting. We have a lot of students involved in the curricular class of debate, for example, and they become our novice team competing at the novice level after school and tournaments then we have those students who continue on into the upper levels of debate class. They also continue at that varsity level in the extracurricular debate. And in our middle and elementary school programs, what do we have going on to start the year off there? Well, with the start of school, we have classrooms starting again. Our art classrooms are beginning up again, art studios. 
Our music classes are beginning. Choir and band are beginning. I know our fifth grade band families are right now selecting instruments or getting students enrolled. They'll begin their band and their band class and their band lessons here in the next few days. We're in that phase of really getting some of those foundations built in the class. And then, of course, we will see those concerts start hitting really heavy in November, December, and then again in the late spring. So we're just in that phase right now where we're in in the classroom doing a lot of work, getting a lot of foundation set. And show choir is also at the middle school level. Is that correct? Yeah, middle school has show choir. Middle school also has drama as well. Two programs we offer for fine arts. We offer uh, later in the spring, we offer oral interp. But right now we have we have North Middle School is beginning their auditions for their musical, which will then be in November. And then after their musical, they'll go really into their show choir season. South Middle School kind of flips a little bit in that they will start their show choir season a little bit sooner in the fall because they do their drama production later into the winter. So it makes sense for their timing. And I know Arts and Education Week is coming up here very soon. Very soon. We have Arts and Education Week. The week of September 11th, we begin National Arts and Education Week. We will have a focus on some uh, social media push for encouraging learners and parents to do a shout out to teachers that maybe they currently have that have really provided some inspiration in the arts, whether that's music or visual arts or performing arts, speech and debate. Um, It's an opportunity for people maybe to do a shout out and thank a music teacher or an art teacher from years ago that they had growing up. It's also an opportunity for us to recognize that art isn't just taking place in art class or in music class. We have classroom teachers that are incorporating activities in their classrooms that promote learning through the use of art. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Webbin. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Altenberg, what other activities do we have this season? What other sports activities? Well, the school sponsors uh, 18 competitive athletic teams. In fact, now we're going to add a 19th in the spring with softball. Uh, And currently we have 10 of those programs active. So we've got cross country, both boys and girls that are competing. Uh, We've got uh, soccer, both boys and girls. We've got volleyball, football, boys golf, girls tennis, competitive cheer, and competitive dance all competing right now. They've all kicked off their seasons. Our uh, cheer team won their competition last night in Watertown. The dance team got second. Their hip-hop squad did win. Uh, the hip-hop side of things. So they had a great night last night. Uh, the volleyball team uh, swept Yankton at all levels last night. So two freshman games, a sophomore game, a JV game, and a varsity game. Won every set there. The varsity volleyball team has lost one set to Sioux Falls Lincoln in a tournament over the weekend, and they stand at 6-0. and um, Our football teams are off to a good start, playing some very competitive games. Our varsity team uh, is an inexperienced group as, as yet. They, uh, we graduated several players. I think we returned three or so on offense and only about four or five on defense. So we've got some development there uh, in a very, very, very tough classification. But uh, they will continue to grow and improve, and I look forward to seeing them down the road um, 
as well as week to week and watch them grow. Our boys' golf team uh, is very competitive. They've finished in the top three of the tournaments that they've been in up to this point. We've got some young, talented athletes there. Our girls' tennis team is uh, rebuilding to a degree. We've returned some state champions on that team in the double side of things, so it'll be fun to watch those gals continue to grow, improve, and continue to compete. So half the sports are happening? Half the sports happen in the fall. Over half the sports happen in the fall. So fall's a busy time in athletics. Um, It's an exciting time. We always get good weather, so we just as well get the kids outside and get them competing. And girls' soccer team is unbeaten at 3-0-1. They have one tie against Brandon Valley. And the boys' soccer team is also unbeaten. They have one win, zero losses, and three ties. So they're having a great season, and uh, it's probably um, the best combination of – soccer standings that we've had in probably the last six, seven years at this point. So they're off to a great start and doing a great job. So they play, obviously, on on Saturday morning, and I don't think I mentioned their opponent when I spoke before. They play Sioux Falls, Washington. Thank you, Mr. Altenberg. Mr. Webbin, did you want to add something? You know, Joanne, I think one thing that is surprising for our Harrisburg community is that even as our high school has grown and our middle schools have grown, we still are able to have kids participate in multiple activities if they want. And our coaches and advisors work with each other to help make sure that if a student wants to be a student athlete and wants to be a student artist or musician, they can still do that to the level that they would like. So if that's just doing some co-curricular music events, they can, or if they want to do something extracurricular, we really do work to try to make that happen. And I think that's something that's pretty rare now for a school of our size, but I think it's something that we need to acknowledge is really important for kids that they can make those choices and we can help support them. And our coaching and activity directors have really made that happen. And I think that's something we should be proud of, that our kids can do many different activities and we can help them try new things, help them continue with things that they are they enjoy. Yeah, definitely. Um we have a lot of athletes from, say, a fall sport that will that are involved in choir that will come and sing the national anthem at a winter sport game, and that's kind of fun to watch. It's it's nice that they can display their talents both on the fine arts side and on the athletic side uh, to our community and and the people that are that are in the venue get to see that they do more than just play volleyball, for example. And I have always said, as a teacher, to see a student in front of you in your classroom doing their classwork is one thing, but then to go into the auditorium and watch them perform a solo or to play an instrument or to see an art project that they've done or to see them on the court. It's an amazing thing to be able to see the full spectrum of talents that our students have. 